Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. I'm going live here. Not, I don't think anybody's quite on the stream yet, but I was a little bored today, so... I'm just trying to kill time, and I thought I'd just come out here and do a live stream, see if I can get anybody on. Nobody wants to come on on a Friday afternoon, right? Because Friday afternoons are like, hey, there we go, now we're getting people. That's happening, guys. We'll just get a few people in here, and we'll start talking and maybe uh, see what we can get going for a discussion tonight. We're only going to go for about 20 minutes or so. Um, if my phone can even last that long, my battery power is starting to die on that, only like at 20%. But um, I got a few, uh, a little bit of time to kill this evening, and so I thought I'd come out and do live stream for you guys. So thought I would talk a little bit about the uh, central bank digital currencies. There's a lot of talk going on about these. Uh, hey, Elnider, what's happening, brother? Um, there's a lot of talk going on about these central bank digital currencies. And even just like um, the conversation I had with Jason Hartman earlier today, he was even bringing up the idea or I mean, not the idea, but the uh, the website um, from the Federal Reserve asking what our opinion is of the central bank digital currencies and what we think about, you know, the Federal Reserve and having a central bank digital currency. And of course, anybody who knows anything really about it would probably have a fairly negative view when it comes to, you know, the Federal Reserve having its own own digital currency. Um, but it's not a, it's not a new discussion for them. I mean, they've been talking about central bank digital currencies for quite some time. And just recently, like, um, let me see, what's the date on this thing? I think it was November 17th um, is when the speech was given. Reflections on Stable Coins and Payments Innovation. Uh, given by Christopher Waller um, back in November. And he really kind of goes into what a central bank digital currency, not so much about the central bank digital currency, but what the dollar and what that would be like in a central bank digital currency environment. Because really he is more talking about stable coins and the use of stable coins as more of that digital platform that could represent the digital currency that the Fed could use. Like it doesn't even have to be like its own central bank digital currency. It could use one of these stable coins, so to speak. Um, now, whether or not that happens or not is just a, it's a whole other story. But he goes on to say, and it's pretty interesting what I found in here because he says, this whole as uh, let's see as more stable private assets and digital markets that otherwise lack such assets has meaningful benefits by itself hope helping make those markets deeper and more liquid a well-designed well-regulated stable coin could also have other benefits which go well beyond digital asset markets it might allow for a different activity on the distributed ledger technology and that DLT platforms like a wider range of automated or smart contracts. Now that 
is where I think the real fear coming from the government is. Because these smart contracts, really, if you think about it, they are they're not something that governments or corporations or anybody else can stop from happening. I mean, once the contract is in play on the digital ledger system, it's gonna it's gonna happen. I mean, either you know, like the I guess the easiest way for me to kind of explain it, if you're not familiar with the with the smart contract, is let's say the smart contract is going to determine the outcome, or somebody's going to get paid at the end of a horse race. If the horse wins, this person gets paid. If the horse loses, that person gets paid. And there is nothing you can do to stop it from happening. Like once that contract is in motion, it is going to going to take place now. Obviously, a horse race isn't a greatest thing because you could shoot the horse and then you wouldn't have a contract to fill, right? So I guess that one person would get paid no matter what. So, I mean, it's just like these smart contracts, once they're set in motion, then there's nobody out there who stops it. It's just it's just something that's going to continue. So it could really make like, like, you know, going to court because uh, somebody failed to fulfill a contract. It wouldn't be like that. There wouldn't be any need for that because the smart contracts are already going to have dealt with that that issue and that makes the courts irrelevant it make governments irrelevant it make all kinds of laws irrelevant because the smart contract would already have taken care of the problem anyway what are you guys talking about could they turn off the internet no they can't turn off the internet if they turn off the internet the internet then everything begins to fail all communications you're back to like writing letters to each other they're not going to turn off the internet and even like trying to block internet traffic remember i don't i mean i'm sure they're going to come up with ways of doing it but do you remember like i don't know it was probably two three years ago when russia and iran tried to shut down enough of the internet traffic to stop telegram the telegram app from working and they pretty much shut down their entire internet service like you couldn't get any streaming anything because they were trying to just block this one message and they finally just gave up from trying to block this one messaging service. They just realized that it's just not possible if they, you know, and still have a functioning internet service. So, no, they're not going to shut down the internet. I mean, not in my opinion, anyway. Hey, dude. Let's see here. I'm visiting my daughter at the same time. Well, good for you, man. I hope you guys have a good time hanging out with each other. Privacy coins projects for parallel economy like Monero. Yeah, those things I think are going to get a lot more popular, especially as people really start to to open up to the idea of, of digital currencies. I mean, once the Federal Reserve adopts some kind of idea of a digital currency, then it's going to really start exploding out there and people will really start to open up to the idea. Like right now, there's still people who will say they won't touch Bitcoin, you know, with the 10 foot pole that's whatever you know i mean if if you're not into it you're not into it i get it but it's happening i mean you can't deny it it's taking place you know hey right on jaws thank you so much for the super chat ue i am starting a blog and getting into youtube good for you man everybody should be getting into youtube with my son because of you right on i appreciate that been here since twenty thousand subscribers thanks for the inspiration well I appreciate you getting out there and, you know, starting a YouTube channel and, and getting moving. It doesn't have to be about economics. It could just be about, you know, whatever it is your hobby is. I mean, I, I chose economics because I'm obsessed with it. But really, 
everybody should be out there making YouTube videos about about whatever. I mean, whatever it is that you're into. And, you know, if you're honest with it and you make something that's entertaining, people want to watch. I mean, it's a it's an excellent platform. I I I think everybody should have a YouTube channel. Well, let's see. As soon as cash is gone, your bank account is shut down for this channel. I like this dude, but he's naive as hell. Okay. As soon as cash is gone, your bank account is shut down for this channel. I don't get it, man. I mean, if you're if you're talking fear, if you want to be scared, then go and buy a bunch of gold and silver and you don't have to worry about your bank accounts anymore. Now, I hold gold and silver. I hold Bitcoin. I have cash. I have stocks. I don't have much of any of this stuff, but I do have it spread out because I'm not counting on the internet going down and there, there being no power and a Mad Max scenario taking place. Like that is not something that I am looking forward to being in that kind of an environment. So I'm not going to wish for it and I'm not going to think about it happening. Now, if that's your dream, then I mean, okay, but I think of, you know, better things out there to, to try and like, you know, be encouraged to keep living for you know I mean I don't want to live in Mad Max world I mean I'm sorry if you think I'm naive for that yeah whoa man these things are really ripping through here um let's see here central banks bankers have been talking about digital currency for social control for decades yeah they have damn I mean to think that it won't happen is like yeah that's I mean that's the whole that's the whole point I mean if they if you know, the dollar the dollar would absolutely fail if it wasn't for the idea that they can take interest rates into negative territory. Like they have this idea that they want to go negative with interest rates and not just negative like on a sovereign debt where, you know, you got a coupon rate that doesn't meet the yield. I'm not talking about that kind of negative interest rate. I'm talking when you go and you put your bank, your paycheck into the bank and it immediately you get back less money than what you put in there. People wouldn't do it. People would not behave in that environment. They wouldn't. They wouldn't put their money in there. But if they have no other choice, then they have no other choice. And is it about control? You sh yeah. It's about controlling everything. It's about. I mean, you think about it. This is going to give them the ability to have a, an expiration on money. Like you can't hold on to your money. You have to spend it. And then they can control where it goes. Like you can't spend it on particular items or. Maybe, you know, with particular people. Now, when it first comes out, it's not going to be like that at all. The central bank digital currency is going to be so widely used and for black market trades and illegal things and all kinds of stuff because they want people to be confident in using it. And so they're not going to do anything to in the beginning. They're going to allow you to do whatever you want with it. And once people feel comfortable with it, an entire generation goes through and they're like, yeah, it's just the same as cash. They don't do anything to you. They, you won't, there's no criminal, you know, charges towards you if you use it for any kind of nefarious purpose. But then one day it does start to happen and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's where the real control starts to happen. It's not going to happen instantaneously. They're not going to like, here, let's throw this thing out there that we're going to totally control you with no it won't work like that hey i mean it would nobody would ever participate you know all right black market is an honest market i totally agree i totally agree black market like if you ever wanted to see 
the free market at work, I mean, well, of course, not in this state anymore because marijuana is legal, but go to a state where marijuana is illegal and it's prevalent, and you will see the free market at work. All right. People do black market stuff with dollars. Yeah, that's ultimately what the dollar is best for, is for doing black market trades. And I think the Federal Reserve would be totally fine with stable coins so long as they're being backed by dollars. And those stable coins can do whatever they want. And the Federal Reserve would just be just pleased with that because it creates a demand for dollars. And so, yeah, stable coins, I don't think, worry them one little bit. I think smart contracts should worry them. That's what should really worry, worry the, uh, the powers that be. Oh man, these are going by so fast. Oh, hold on guys, slow down. Uh, let's see, they can turn off bank accounts for saying things that they don't, that you don't like. Yeah, they already have been shutting down people's payment processing for wrong thinking. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's, it sucks when YouTube goes has goes and censors somebody because they didn't like what they said, but you know, like, it's not like a, I mean, YouTube is a private company, right? I mean, I choose to use their platform because it seems to have the biggest reach out to people. There's a million other platforms that I could be on, but I wouldn't have this, this reach. Now, for that reach to get out there, I have to be wary of the things that I say out there. Now, I could go and just spit out some really controversial stuff that'll probably get a lot of people really lit up, but then I wouldn't have my voice here on this platform anymore. So am I censoring myself so I could stay on this platform? Maybe. I mean, I, I don't hold back on a lot of stuff, but I don't cuss and I don't talk about violence and I don't talk about controversial things that I don't really know a whole lot of stuff about. I'll try and talk about the things that I believe and, you know, we can have a discussion about those things. I have never been censored from YouTube. They've never taken my videos down. They have taken comments down, um, which I found pretty surprising that YouTube does that. But other than that, I've never been censored by them. Now, they have demonetized my videos at times because they weren't advertiser friendly. That's not quite the same as being censored. So I haven't experienced it yet. But then again, I try not to step into the puddle of, of getting there, you know? I mean, it's, it's kind of the game you have to play. But again, like I don't hold back on, on the things. That, I mean, I'll talk about whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. But I don't, I don't blame YouTube for, for censoring people. They're a private company who's trying to make money. And I mean, it sucks, but it's it's who we it's who we choose to 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 work with you know i mean i will i i mean don't get me wrong guys i will expand to other platforms because of that censoring issue that takes place i can only imagine it's just a matter of time before i will stumble and say the wrong thing you know Audio improves. Yeah, the S10 has much better audio. I guess it's because of the cab. You know, it's being you know, so tight, condensed in here or something. Oh, Master. Purchased several things with crypto. What are you talking about? Uh, duh, duh. If I can't spend crypto at a store or buy physical stuff with crypto, then it's a scam. Um, hmm. Uh, I, I, 
I guess I could see the the idea behind that. Like, if I can't do anything really with my crypto at any given place that I want, that, I mean, I could see where that would be, like, frustrating. But to call it a scam, you can't spend gold at a store. Is gold a scam? I mean, that, that doesn't, you know, you can't really use that as, as, a, as an argument. Um, I have used cryptocurrency plenty of times to you know i've paid for computer services using cryptocurrencies i've been paid in cryptocurrencies i've i've also been paid and bought things with silver and so if you have a network and you know how i mean you can use your cryptos at any given time i mean granted most of the time you're going to have to convert your crypto over to cash or over to a dollar first to do that transaction because most places you go to don't outright accept cryptocurrencies, but there are online vendors that you could use if you chose to want to find places that would accept Bitcoin. I mean, you can find those places out there. So it's not like, you know, so widely used that you can just go anywhere you want and use your cryptocurrencies. But it, to say that it's a scam because you can't go to any place you want, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't use that as the argument. When CBDC, when will central bank digital currencies coming from the Fed? When? Uh, I would imagine the next time you're probably, well, there's going to be a lot of talk, and they're probably going to put something into Congress that talks about central bank digital currencies before it actually happens, because I feel that the best way to introduce a central bank digital currency is going to be during a, during a crisis like the next recession or some major catastrophe of some sort. Now, we can look to see how China's done it. China has taken these very small steps. And pretty much what they have done is they have like areas within China that are more accepting of this crypt of the central bank digital currencies and then they started paying like public officials, you know, or anybody who works for government like it started off with like a handful of people who had access to it and started using it at, at certain areas. And then from there, it just kept growing and growing to more people having the wallets, more distribution of it. They used lotteries, like they were just flat out giving it to people so that they would go out and use it. Because a lot of people are saying like, you know, what what's gonna get them to use it? Well, you know, if you, all you had to do is just download an app and you get a free hundred dollars. I mean, there's going to be people who would jump all over that. And if it just gets into use and starts becoming like something where it's like a UBI kind of payment, then people won't even second guess it. They'll just do it. They'll just jump right in. All right. Crypto in different categories. Don't act... Like IGC is worthless. I don't. I don't know what that is. All right. Um, let's see here. What about the big banks shutting down Mike Lindell? Maybe they need to be boycotted. Yeah. Um, well, that's just the thing. That's why digital currencies are going to be so awesome. That's why I like Bitcoin. That's why I like gold and silver. Is because you got to get something that's away from that third party away from these banks away like if the banks fail or if you piss them off 
then you're in trouble with them, right? So you need to be outside of that power. That's, you know, like Lynette Zhang says, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. So you got to have something, you got to, you know, you got to have something in your hand, something tangible. Uh, it's getting dark out here, guys. I'm going to have to go here soon. My son thinks I'm crazy because I've been telling him to stop putting his money in the bank three years ago. He recently had a bank experience couldn't withdraw eight thousand dollars had to explain his had to explain his eyes are open yeah now that's very true that's something that you have to think about like i mean you know i didn't have any problems getting a forty two thousand dollar cashier's check when i had to go and get a down payment for a house but yeah trying to withdraw five grand is a little bit more difficult so when you're transferring funds, yeah, you don't have any problems when you're doing that. But all of a sudden, if you want to take your money out of the system, all of a sudden, you're questioned. Why are you doing this? I mean, it's your money. You think you should be able to do whatever you want with it. But now you have to, you know, answer questions on why it is that you need all this cash. You know, does that really make sense? I mean, whose money really does this belong to? And what is it that you think I'm going to do with eight grand? Yeah, that's that's. Again, don't trust the banks. You have to trust them if you want a loan, right? You have to trust them enough that you have money with them so that you can explain where your money came from. But if you sit there and you just hold $50,000 cash and all of a sudden one day you want to go and make a major purchase and they're going to be like, where'd you get that money, yo? You know? So, you know, it sucks. But yeah, you have to be part of that game. Um, I just wouldn't put all my money into it. I just put enough in there to actually, you know, pay my bills for the most part. I don't really have, like, after buying that house, I don't have any money left anyway, so I don't know. I've got to figure out what to do with it, you know, the little bit I get every month now. The Fed coin will give them even more power and control. Yeah, yeah, it sure will. Um, no doubt about it. The government acts incompetent, but they are the brightest is the country. It's a chess game. Um, yeah, I can really see the game that they play because right now I look more at credible threats as their major tool than I do anything else because credible threats are running rampant right now through the system. I mean, think about it. The Federal Reserve is still in their quantitative easing, right? I mean, they're almost done, right? They're going to be done with it. They're going to start backing off on their purchases, may even go into selling and reducing their balance sheet, but they haven't done it yet. But people believe that they are, and they're starting to behave in a way that they that they are anticipating the Fed making that move. And so far, it's just a very credible threat, very credible. Most likely, they're going to do it, you know, at least some interest rate rising. Not nearly what a lot of these people are saying that they're going to go into these major rate hikes and you're going to see like, you know, an incredible amount of it. I doubt that. I think once like there was a time when bad news was good news, right? Because when the bad news came out, you knew the Federal Reserve was going to act upon it and try and keep the easy money flowing. So if there was bad news out there in the economy, that was good news for the actions out of the Fed. But now... If there's bad news out there, that's going to be good because that means that the Federal Reserve won't raise the interest rates, right? Because if it's really bad economic conditions out there, the Fed might go, well, you know, we might postpone our interest rate hikes. So now bad news 
is going to be good news for the Fed, which is strange to think. It's getting dark out here, guys. I probably should go. But it was really awesome hanging out with you and talking and, you know, giving me a chance to uh, kill a little time out here. I really appreciate it. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go. Good night, everybody. Uneducated economist, you let me know.